We're back here at Thirsty the Podcast. I'm Laura Koo. And I'm Heather McGee. Today, we're talking about being open to real connections. Everybody, this is Laura, um, and I have kind of fun, a fun story. We said we were going to have some stories in this season, and kind of sprinkling them throughout. And I have a like a really good, upbeat, fun story to share. Uh, a few months ago, Heather did what any good friend would do, and she sent me the profile of um, Tinder of one of her good guy friends who happened to be in town for work, and. Initially, Heather, you did not, I don't think you told me that he didn't even live here. And so you're like, he's so great. He's so fun. This is, you should connect with him. And um, so I swiped on him and Preston and I matched and then we started talking and then he's like, oh, by the way, I don't live here. Yeah, I remember because then you sent me a message (laughs) and you said, um, so does he not live here? And I was like, oh yeah, I guess I didn't tell you that part. Cause I had also, while I was talking to you about Preston, I had actually sent Preston cause I've known Preston for like 15 years. I had actually sent Preston a note on Instagram being like, so you may see a friend of mine. I think you should swipe right. Cause I think y'all would enjoy getting to know each other. And he was like, I don't live here. I was like, I know. <laughs> So yeah, he let me know. He like reminded me after we matched. He's like, just so you know, you know, I don't live in Chicago. I'm just here for a few days for work. I'm like, cool. I'm not looking to get married to anybody. So I think we're fine here. He's like, great. So, you know, we established our baseline that, you know, I wasn't looking for wedding bells and that, you know, he was just here for a few days and that felt comfortable for everybody. So we kept on chatting and texting and it was fun. And you know, we really only had a few days window that he was here. So we shockingly with my schedule, um, found a pocket of time to meet up. Actually, Heather, you and I were having brunch that day and you made sure I knew that I couldn't ditch you for brunch. So I had to fit the date in after our, our brunch date. And I met him, um, for some beers and we just hung out for a couple hours and we talked and it was fun. And I laughed a lot. And it was like zero pressure for either one of us because we knew it really wasn't going to be more than that. And so it was just really fun. And then the date ended with a nice hug. And I'm like, you know, if you're ever back in Chicago, you know, hit me up. And um, that was kind of it, except it wasn't it because we just kept on texting. And then we connected with each other on Instagram. And then we were sending pictures and it was just kind of never stopped. Like it just, you know, we were sharing pieces of our life and it was fun and nice. And again, there was no pressure for it to be anything else. He was out of Chicago by that point, lives across the country. So it was just like a fun connection that really wasn't going to be more than, I guess, what that was until it kind of turned into more than that. So I feel like that is like the snowball effect of this story where it just continues to grow. So Preston was in work for, in Vegas for work and we were chatting and talking about his schedule. And then he asked if I wanted to come out there. I just have to pop in here because both you and Preston were very clear that you were just humoring me 
when you started talking, you were like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then at a certain point, you started making comments. You're like, mm, so Preston is a pretty cool person. He's pretty interesting. He's really a nice guy. We're having a lot of fun. And I was like, oh, are you? Are you? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I liked him pretty quickly, to be honest. I just knew him like, but in the back of my head, I'm like, well, he doesn't live here. But it wasn't a reason to not, which I think was really nice. Like it was great to just be able to enjoy that we enjoyed each other. And so again, he was in Vegas and this was mm, three, four weeks maybe after our first date. And um, he asked if I wanted to come out and I had a weekend coming up where I didn't have the kids and I looked and flights were just bonkers expensive. And I'm like, I... I'd love to. It sounds so nice and fun. And I can't justify spending that money, which he totally understood. I'm like, I'd love to meet up some other time, but like right now isn't going to work, which was kind of weird. Cause I feel like we both knew it was this like nice little open window for us where neither one of us was dating anybody else. And so it's like that pocket of time doesn't happen that easily where things line up. So it was a bummer that it wasn't going to work out. But then like a day after that, his, um, the gig that he was working on in Vegas, um, got canceled. And all of a sudden the weekend he wanted me to come in where he would have been working for part of it. He was completely free. And he was like, well, would it be crazy if I use miles and booked your flight? And I'm like, well, wouldn't, wouldn't be that crazy. I feel like we could make that happen. Yeah. Can I, can I host you and I will fly you out to see me? <laughs> I mean, at that point, I'm like, all right, let me get a reservation for the dog. And then like, I'm good to go. And so he booked my flight. This was on a Wednesday. I was leaving. It was like Wednesday night. I was going to leave early Saturday morning, booked it, put me on the first class upgrade list just in case. Um, and then, yeah, I got all my stuff together. Like, and again, it was great too, because I overthink and I'm like, what do I need to wear for this? And what do I need for that? For this, there was no time. It's like, what's in your closet, throw it in your suitcase and let's go. Like there was no time to prep or anything. It was just like super fun and impulsive. And I'm sure a lot of um, parents know this. It is hard to be impulsive as a parent and to just do something like that. So it was really for me, like exciting to get to go and like, go on this trip. Um, I was super, super psyched about it. So I went, I got upgraded to first class, which also never happens in my world. I do not have miles or status. So I don't ever get to do that when I travel. So it was super fun to like, it was like two minutes before the flight board and I got my upgrade. I'm like, yes. So a nice little first class flight out to Vegas. And he met me at the airport and it was kind of like, I was worried it would be weird because we had been texting for weeks since that first date, but we hadn't had FaceTime. We hadn't talked on the phone. So it was completely just a text message connection at that point. And I didn't know what it would feel like when we were in person again. And it was great. Like he met me at the airport and he kissed me right away. We had never kissed. Like it was like a whole thing. And it was awesome. I mean, the fact that he even offered to meet me at the airport, I was like, oh my goodness. I'm like, you don't have to do that. And he's like, but I want, I'm like, but you don't have to do that because that's also not how my life works. Like I'm envisioning, okay, I'm going to get there. I'm going to grab an Uber. I'll meet him at the hotel. But he like slipped an Uber driver some cash to like wait for him while he picked me up. And like, it was for cute and fun and great. And 
we just had like a super fun weekend. We did the pool day and we did a fancy dinner and we gambled a little bit and it was like a 48 hour, like whirlwind second date, essentially. And we got to tell our story when at the restaurant, people were like, oh, where are you from? And I'd say Chicago and he would say where he was from. And they'd be like, oh, so how are you here together? And we're like, it's our second date. And people just loved it. Well, and two, something I thought I noticed, because I didn't even think about this until you started telling me about this. So I could vouch for Preston. I knew he was a great guy. I knew that you were 100% safe going out to hang out with him. I knew that no issues. Like I could, I know that Mm -hmm. you hadn't known him very long, but I've known him for a long time. And so I was like, you can go, it's going to be great. Um, But I know, and I was really surprised. I know you had talked to a few people about it and they were like, you're going to Vegas on your second (laughs) date with someone you've only spent a few hours with. (laughs) It sounded wild, but again, my caveat always was like the shock value is, Oh, someone I met on Tinder. And then you you know, kind of couch that with, and he's friends with my good friend. Like it's okay. He's a safe person. I wouldn't go if if it wasn't that situation where I felt like it was a completely safe situation. And it absolutely was like, I had no qualms about going into it. And I think we both knew if we didn't end up feeling on this second date, that it was a romantic connection, we would have had fun anyway. And we were going to be in Vegas and it would be okay. Like I wasn't worried about the kind of, you know, how that would um, play out because I felt like either scenario, because he Preston just is a very kind, safe person. So I, I knew if I got there and I was up front, I'm like, you know what, this just doesn't feel like a romantic fit to me. He'd be like, cool, let's go to the casino. Like it would, it wouldn't have been a thing. And so I think that made it really safe and comfortable. And I think we would be, again, because we had also level set beforehand that we were, while we were both super single, neither one of us was really looking for a relationship or anything more. So again, there was no pressure on it in any way, shape or form for what it was going to be. I just didn't realize, despite all of that, that I was going to catch some feelings while I was there. Like we went to the airport, um, the day that we were both flying out and my flight was first. And he said goodbye to me at the gate and he hugged me and he kissed me. And I'm like, I cried most of the flight home. Like it was really like, it was a lot of big feelings. And it was like, I'd spent two days with someone where I felt like I had a really great connection and a lot of fun. And, you know, from that point, it took me a few days to kind of ramp down after that weekend. Cause there was all of this excitement that built up so quickly. And then it was super fun and really great and really engaged and dating had been kind of a crapshoot for me over the summer where I really wasn't connecting with anyone. And all of a sudden I've had this great connection and it, it's not going to be anything. Like I knew that it wasn't going to be more. And I was fine with that because I didn't think it made sense for it to be anything more, but it was still hard to kind of feel those feels. And I think he was feeling some feels. So it was different. You know, I'd never done anything like that. So you don't really know what to expect on the other side of it. And it was, wasn't easy to like kind of work through in my head, some of that. Um, and I had no regrets for going again. Like I had just the best time. He had just the best time. Like it was so awesome, but it was definitely hard, um, to kind of figure out how to feel after that. And he never still texting and talking. And I think within that first week after that trip, I had already booked a flight to go visit him <laughs> in his, in, um, at his place in his home. And, um, 
I don't know. It felt like it's like, okay, well, let's like keep running on this connection a little bit, even though it's not really dating, but like we wanted to see each other again and spend some good time together. And again, that made sense. Right. And then I don't know, within a week after booking that flight out to visit him or something like pretty soon after Vegas, he met someone on and went on a couple of dates and fell head over heels for her. And we're very open with what we share and what we talk about. So I knew all that was going on. And I knew also in my gut, I'm like, well, this is going to change how my visit is because he's really into this woman. I was very happy for him. And then I met someone and I <laughs> fell head over heels for, for this new person. And so all of a sudden within, within days, I think he and I were both enamored with new people. <laughs> And then we kind of just had to pivot and we had to make a decision as far as, cause I, I could have canceled the trip out there. Um, but I went a couple of weeks ago, just as we had planned and both of the people that, you know, he and I are dating knew about the trip. They knew about how he and I had met. They knew all of it, full transparency. And, you know, we both did our best to make sure that the people we're dating felt comfortable about it. And the person I'm dating, like we had a few conversations about it because I'm like, well, this was booked before I met you, but also there's no funny business or shenanigans. This is a friend. He has someone that he's dating and it's all okay. And like, you know, that, that balancing act of, I can do what I want to do because I'm not in an exclusive relationship. However, if you want to date me, you probably would feel kind of weird if I was like, you know going to spend time with this guy that I had just had this like whirlwind romantic weekend with. So I went out there, we had a super fun weekend. It was like super sassy. We went hiking, lots of gushing about the people that were now dating. And I like it when he says this, he's like, I love that she's like this. Like we talked about our people and again, a way where we clearly were interested in other people and not each other. And we just, I think kind of going through this experience had opened us both up. And then we kind of just created a really like open and honest, great friendship that has been just really amazing. So while it's not the path that we kind of, we didn't know what the path would be, I guess is the best way to put it. Like we kind of just connected and went off of that connection and we've been really open to where that will go. That's Preston. (laughs) What a whirlwind up and down in all the good ways all the good ways. Um, so how hard was it to switch gears from romance to the friend zone though? I mean, not really that hard. I do think that if I hadn't met someone and he had obviously met someone, it would have been a lot harder for me to go and visit. And I think we both kind of had that feeling where we liked it when we were kind of the center of the other person's attention, like that feels nice. And so to kind of switch gears on that, you know, we both had to be conscious about that and how that feels. But um, at, again, at the core of it, like we knew that us dating didn't make sense in a way where it could be a real relationship just based off of distance and lifestyles and schedules and things like that. It just didn't make sense, but we really just enjoy that connection. And we're both really relaxed around each other and really open and honest. And it's really just nice. So at the core of it, I think I told him one time, I'm like, I'm after your friendship, not your body. Like (laughs) I want your friendship more than anything. And I think he feels the same. So it just made sense to lean into that friendship because we both care about one another and it doesn't necessarily have to be with a romantic angle. 
Well, I mean, something that stands out to me is I think this is a good example, uh, like, you know, thinking about takeaways, you know, for anybody to think about. Like, I think what was clear to me from sitting mostly on the sidelines that both of y'all, two things were in play. One, y'all actually cared about each other. It was not a act. You actually had respect for each other. You cared about each other. And then secondly, you were also 100% transparent, which I think those are two things that actually can be hard to find in dating and in life. You know, I think a lot of times people are out for what they can get. They're kind of selfish. They're thinking about themselves. And sometimes that means that they're not super communicative. They're not super transparent about what their motivations are. And I think when you meet someone who is you know, cares and respects the person that they're getting to know and is also able to be honest and they know themselves well enough to know what they want and to be honest about that. It's kind of the best of all worlds. And I, I think it's hard for that to go South in that situation because you're being truly, um, caring about yourself and the other person wanting everyone to be happy for things to go well, for things to be honest and right. And it's not selfish. And that to me, that was very apparent with y'all. Yeah, it was just, again, a true, real easy connection where it was at the core of like, I see you and I value you and I want great things for you. And to be able to take ourselves outside of that, like it wasn't about me, like I ultimately want him to find his happiness in the way that he wants me to find my happiness and to acknowledge that like, we don't need to get that from each other, but we can support each other and be friends and be sounding boards and all of that good stuff. Like it just, it all just was again, so easy because there wasn't any pressure and no one was playing games. There were no shenanigans. There was no fakeness. There was no, like, it was just real when he met someone and he was into her and he told me again, my initial was like, uh, you know, like it, it felt weird for sure. But also like, that's what I want for my friend, for my friend Preston, that is absolutely what I want. And that has nothing to do with the fact that like, did I, I was going to miss out on him, like texting me like cute things. Fine. Like, cause ultimately like, I want him to be happy and find that person. And he is really happy right now. And like, uh, that's, that's the goal. And that's what he wants for me. And so like, again, it just was just so easy and made sense. And honestly, it's how people should treat each other. Or yeah. it really just well, it's, is. it's unselfish. And it's also, I think it's understanding the whole idea of that. If you want the best for someone else, it's going to work out for you. Like yeah. you don't have a right to someone else's feelings. Like if they find happiness with someone else, you know, that's great for them. If you actually care about them, you would be happy for them. You know, this is, you were not in a committed, like there, the, there's none of that. This was in the phase of follow your feelings, follow the connections, follow what's right for you. Mm-hmm. It's all good. Yeah. I didn't need to cling on to anything. No, that's what I feel like is, can be a really easy thing to do to like, just hold it so tight and want it to be something that it's not supposed to be. And for both of us to take a step back and, you know, what is this and what is the most important thing? And the most important thing was the friendship. And as long as we held on to that and were careful about that, then the rest of it just made sense. Yeah. All right. So really big question here that I think probably stands out to a lot of people listening. And I definitely was like, had some questions myself. Um, how, really, you kind of hit on this a little bit, but really, how did the people that, because you are both still dating these people that you're head over heels for, how did those people really feel about you and Preston spending a weekend together? 
I mean, as far as I know, the woman that he is dating, again, she knew everything. She knew how we met and um, he was, they were texting each other throughout the weekend that I was there. And it was, and like when I left, cause she's got kids and I knew that my being there on that weekend was a weekend she didn't have her kids. And with his travel schedule, it would have been, and her schedule sounds busy. So like, it would have been a time where they had lined up and I know how that feels. I had, and so at one point I was like, he was like talking about her and telling me things. I'm like, oh, I think she and I would get along. I'm like, do you want to invite her to dinner tomorrow night? He's like, no, that's not what this trip is. I'm like, that's <laughs> like he was like, too far, to Laura, to too far. <laughs> like, I'd love to talk to her about X, Y, and Z, blah, blah, yeah. He had made jokes about us having like weird double dates. And so it wasn't out of left field for me to be like, I genuinely, if he was like, you know what, that'd be so fun if she, you know, came to dinner, I would have been great. Like, I think she and I would have a ton to talk about based on what I learned more about her during that visit. I think it would have been super fun. We had kids similar age, like we would have been fine. Um, but that didn't happen. I didn't meet her. But when I was leaving and um, saying goodbye to him, I was like, please, you know, thank her for kind of giving you to me this weekend, because I know that is hard when you, you know, schedules don't line up and their schedules were really challenging together. So I hope that message got back to her and that she felt fine about it. Because again, I knew that he'd been so transparent with her and you can usually tell when someone is being genuine. So I'm sure she got the message that there was nothing weird happening. And I hope she felt that way. As far as the person I'm dating, you know, we talked about it. I was open about it. Um, I had made a TikTok about the Vegas weekend and the person I'm dating follows me on TikTok. So I knew he'd see it. And I was like, do you, do you want to, you want to talk about any of my TikToks? He's like, well, there's one. He's like, are you still seeing him? And if you are, it's okay because you can do what you want. Like we've just started, but like kind of what's the lay of the land. And I'm like, fine. Like, here's the backstory. Here's what it is. Um, you know, let me know if you have questions or want to talk about it, but we didn't really talk about it more. And then while I was there and again, I'm sending him pictures and we're texting. He was on a trip during that time too. And our time zones were crazy. So we were doing our best to kind of stay connected. And I had texted him one night on the trip and I was just like, thanks for not feeling weird about this. Cause I know that it's hard, you know, uh, as far as the situation and I, you know, thanks for, you know, being okay. And he's like, well, actually I do kind of feel weird about it, but that's my stuff to deal with. But I appreciate you um, staying, you know, connected and talking to me about it. And I was like, reiterating again, I'm like, no shenanigans, nothing happened. Like I can promise you it is like friend zone, friend time, whatever. Like, you know, I want to make sure that you really understand that. Like I am very into you. Preston's very into the woman he's dating. Like there is nothing happening here. Um, but I was glad that he was open to like, tell me that he was feeling kind of a way about it because I think that's a natural response. hundred percent. Well, I mean, I have to say, I'm, I mean, I, I don't know the situation with Preston, the woman that Preston's been dating from the, what you said about the person you're dating has handled it. I was very impressed, honestly, because he was honest about, and it, the reason I was impressed was a few things. One, he didn't try to tell you what to do. Mm-hmm. Secondly, he was honest that he felt weird about it. I think that's great when someone's yeah. honest about it and they're not pretending it's like, I mean, we've all been there. I've done mm-hmm. it. I pretended I'm okay with things when I'm not. And the funny thing is if you actually bring it up and talk about it, a lot of times it's, it's okay. And it's better to just air it out. So I was impressed that he told you really how he felt. And then thirdly, he acknowledged, but that's my stuff. Yeah. You know, like he, w- he was very clear that you make your own decisions and 
Yeah. I mean, and then there's the reality. Everyone just started dating each other. This yes. is all early, you know, it's so. all new. So yeah, no, I appreciate it. I would rather know if someone's feeling weird so we could talk about it than them bottling it up. So I will say that the person I'm dating is very good at expressing how he's feeling and communicating. And also that piece that you touched on, he did not try and tell me what to do. And I know that we have all dated men, quite honestly, who absolutely would have tried to dictate what that situation should or should not be, or to ask you not to go on that trip or whatever. Um, and I appreciate it again for the stage that we were at and just starting dating a trip that was booked well before I even, you know, knew this new person existed. Like don't try and step in as long as I'm not being shady or shifty or weird about it. And I was honest, you know, if I had not shared the backstory of that. And then he found out later, like it would have been fine, but I'm glad that I was just, that it was all out on the table before I went into that trip. I think that's just an easier way to do it because no one was doing anything wrong. So what are you doing? Right. Right. Well, I think that's the other thing that's important here. Like, I mean, I've definitely been in situations where someone said things to me and you know, all my bad stories about are about the same person, but he would say things to me and I would be like, "Mm, that didn't sound quite right you know, and it created a whole thing. Whereas it's a big difference when everything actually is above board. Everything is actually fine. Everything is actually totally transparent. I mean, you can tell the difference. And that was the case here. There was, there were no issues. Everyone was, I mean, I have to say I was impressed with everyone, all the parties involved. (laughs) (laughs) Well, for me, it was interesting too, because I, I'm, I'm always pretty clear that like, once I'm into someone, I'm not, I don't look at anyone else. Like, that's just how I operate. Like if I'm into you, I'm into you and that's what it is. But I was curious to have someone knew that I was really into and that, you know, the person I'm dating, you know, he and I had just spent like a handful of really great days together before this trip. And so like, I knew I was into this person, but I knew I was going to see someone I had also been into very recently. And I didn't know how it was going to feel. It was like a good test of like, this is what I've said, but is this actually true? Right? Like you can say that I'm not, I'm a, a one woman man only vibes for one man, whatever that garbage statements are. But like, does that translate to having two people in front of you that you have had feelings for and how does it feel? Right. And so I went into that weekend. I was like, no, like <laughs> I didn't, I didn't feel a thing. Cause I'm into the person that I'm dating and like, I can't, look multiple ways, I guess. I don't know how else to describe it. So it was an interesting, but on the flip side, could it have felt a little weird and strange had I felt something with Preston going into that, you know, when, once I got there, um, that probably would have been harder to handle. I'm glad also that I didn't feel those things because that made it easier and that he's dating someone. So even if I felt something, I never would have crossed that line. Um, but it was nice to not even have to like dip my toe into making a decision about that because I definitely just, those feelings I think were valid and important for the time frame that they happened in. And like we said, it's mature enough of a relationship and friendship where that kind of, that fire fizzled out a little bit. And I think that's okay. Now you, this is a little bit of a shift. So before, you know, Preston kind of came along at just the right, he came along right on time. You know, because you kind of briefly touched on this and I knew about this too, that, you know, you're in this space between a pretty major breakup, you know, and this new person you've met that you're so excited about. But before you went to Vegas with Preston, you weren't really connecting well with men locally. Dating was not going all that great. So what was all that about? 
I don't know. I had a lot of first dates and I had all the chunk of dates that I think we all have, or I'm pretty good at like within the first 10 minutes, I'm just being like, no, not, not into that person. Like I'm a pretty like good about snap decisions. So I had a lot of people that I just wasn't into, but then I had other people where I'm like, maybe, but then I kind of sensed that they weren't as into me. And again, there was nobody I was super like wild, excited about, but sometimes I was maybe surprised that things didn't go to a second date when I'm like, well, it could have been, you know, worth seeing or whatever. So I started to feel like, you know, was, was it me on these dates? Was I too aloof? Was I too cool? Um, was I just not connecting? Was it, was it all me? Like, was I kind of the, the common denominator here on what was happening? even though I knew that I had had that date with Preston earlier in the summer, kind of late spring that did feel connected and good and whatever, but like everything since then, it was just nothing was clicking. And so I went to Vegas and it was the opposite. I mean, I was warm and I was engaged and there was connection and it kind of made me realize that a lot of the stuff I had been feeling really wasn't about me. It was about who I was surrounded by and I wasn't really with the the right people for me. And um, being around someone where there was a strong connection and it felt really good and it felt really connected made me, again, more cognizant of holding out for those feelings because when it is the right thing, then that will all just click and that like, you don't need to worry or think about it. So um, I think I just, again, I had been really down on myself going into that and having that weekend that just felt so great. I'm like, I'm good. Like I I'm fine when I am with the right person, the things just fall into place. Well, and I think something that sticks out to me, um, and while it's kind of, I mean, technically it's about press and I think it's more about like, sometimes you, sometimes you have experiences that remind you how it's supposed to be or how you mm-hmm. want it to, I'll, I'll say this differently, how you want it to be. And I remember there was one day you were kind of talking about different dates you'd been on. You're like, eh, I don't know. That wasn't so great. Maybe we'll go on a second date. I don't know. You know, just kind of going through like different ones, situations that mm, weren't that great. And then you said, actually, the most consistent man in my life is Preston. And I was like, (laughs) all right. You know, because I I think sometimes even if someone's not your forever person, you know, if you believe in that kind of thing, if someone's not that big love, I think they still can remind you of the standard that you want or reminds you of the level that you want to live on. I had forgotten what it was like to have someone really trying to get to know me and really seeing me. And Preston did that. And that like really opened my eyes to like, A, this is possible if somebody really wants to make the effort. And B, I love how this feels because this is how I operate in dating. I want to dig in and get to know really who you are and really see who you are. And it's hard to find that often in dating. Like, I feel like so much of it is really superficial and people not really wanting that connection. And so the way he treated me and spoke to me just it just resonated for what I was really needing. And when I first connected with the man I'm dating now, I messaged Preston and I said, he talks to me the way you talk to me, which is a big thing because I recognize all of those things for how my interactions with with Preston were that felt so good. 
this new person is doing all of those things. And it's the same, like, this is what I was holding out for. And what I was wanting was somebody who was really wanting to know who I was on a deeper level. Um, so yeah, having somebody just show you that that's out there again, doesn't mean that they need to be your forever person, but they can help guide your way a little bit for what you might be looking for. Now, did you, um, so this kind of alludes to, you know, I think probably my last question about this is you've referred to him as paradigm shifting Preston. And you can kind of hear some clues of that, you know, on the conversation that we just had about this, but what is that shift exactly? Like, how did he shift your paradigm in what ways? Yeah. You know, I think he just allowed me to be kind of more open to kind of this idea of the, what if, or the unknown of chasing connection of not having all of the answers And because that's how I operate, like last season, my big thing was, oh, I dated someone who was living more than 30 minutes from me. Like that was so amazing and whatever. And like, it, it wasn't in hindsight, but for me where I'm like, they need to live close. It needs to be convenient. It needs to fit in this way. And, um, to really open my eyes to, you know, is it about like the logistics making sense or is it about the connection? So it kind of brought me back to seeking that connection and really wanting that and allowing myself to be open to following that. Um, And again, it led me to my current relationship that was like right on the heels of this Vegas trip and this experience. And I matched with someone on Bumble and then I looked and I was like, oh, he lives seven hours for me. Like he's out of state. He's not close. Normally I would have said, oops, I accidentally swiped on that person. And I didn't realize they didn't live here. Never mind. And I would have let the match expire. But because of all of this happening, I, I messaged and we started talking and we started talking a lot and we are really into each other. And he was just here for a week and we had the best time. He just left tonight. I'm very sad about it because I miss him already. Um, So I'm kind of learning out those pieces of dating someone who lives actually far, but I, I, and, and again, the person I'm dating knows this. And that was kind of my other piece of explaining Preston and that connection to him. I'm like, I never would have been talking to you if I hadn't had that experience in Vegas, because I wouldn't have been open to it. I wouldn't have let myself even wonder about it. I would have said, nope, lives too far. That doesn't make sense. I'm not even going to try it. But because all of this had happened and I was like, you know what? We matched. He's cute. He seems interesting. Let me give it a try. And it was like an immediate spark and connection and a real thing. And um, I, I, w- I wouldn't, like Heather, you know me well enough to know, like I, I wouldn't have pursued anything long distance before all of this Preston stuff. Oh, you know, I love it. I love it <laughs> because I love all of the shit that I received early. <laughs> Dating, you know, someone that lived five hours away. So I love it. And I, of course, I'm really happy to see you happy. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. Life is just so interesting. You know, like whenever you try a thing and I'm not saying like be stupid, you know, or to accept things that, you know, really don't work for you. But I think when you have that open mind to try something, just try it, just try it. Mm -hmm. You can always say no, you can always end it. Like these are not the kinds of things that are a one-way door. You can walk back out, you know, if it's not working for you. I don't know. I'm just constantly amazed by when we try things that, you know, we, we think we know, but we really don't you know, and, and to try things that we would have never imagined. We would have never dreamed possible. Then we try it and we're like, oh gosh, this is amazing. I didn't know, you know? And so I think that's, this is a really great story about doing that. 
um, and it paying off in a pretty great way. Yeah, I tend to just be so quick to say no to things if it's outside of that comfort zone or that kind of, you know, space that feels safe to me. And so, you know, a variety of things have happened um, this past summer for me, some good, some bad, but all has been really eye-opening. And these were just like, this was the summer kind of to do that, like to just be more adventurous, to be more open, to just do it and not worry. And again, I knew that like, going back to Vegas. I knew I wasn't going into an unsafe situation. I felt a hundred percent fine going into all of that and that it would be fine to like my married friends. I'm sure it was super cringy and weird. And they were like, well, what are you doing? Because it sounds bonkers. But I knew like, and Heather, you knew like it was completely fine. And it's like, when else do I get to do that kind of stuff? And especially I think as a single parent where you're like, so regimented and you're so careful with your schedule and you have all of these things where honestly like being a single parent is hard all of this is hard and to get to follow kind of like just a fun little thing that was just mine for like it, it, it couldn't have been better like it couldn't have been a better thing to go and do and really just have some fun and be open and real and just say who cares like who who cares how this looks who cares what other people think about this? Who cares about the outcome? I don't need to control the outcome of this situation. I just get to go and have fun for a couple of days. No regrets. I think that's a pretty great way to end this, in this combo. Yeah. Well, Preston, if you're listening, it was a lot of fun, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, Preston. <laughs> Um, All right. Well, thank you everybody for joining us. I hope you have a good week. Talk to you later. Still thirsty? Don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and all your favorite podcasting platforms, because sometimes life leaves you wanting just a little bit more.